Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of Undergraduate Research Chat. I'm your host, Jeremy Brower. Today, I would like to welcome a very special guest, Miss Patricia Masso Maldonado. Hi, everyone. Hi. So, uh, <laughs> welcome to the show. And uh, why don't you tell everybody a little bit about yourself to get started? So, I was born and raised in Puerto Rico. And once I graduated high school, I moved to Tampa to continue my education at USF. And now I'm a senior graduating. In May. Yeah, in May. Oh, well, lucky you. So, um, what's your current research on? So, when I started joining research labs, I didn't know that I wasn't interested in speech until I joined it. So, it's about speech naturalness. And if you don't know what it is, it's technically, like, the simplest way that I can put it in is how natural speech sounds. It's literally that. So, so what's your major kind of like edu background? My edu like my educational background or research? Uh, both. So I'm my major is in communication sciences and disorders, um, with a concentration in language, speech, and hearing. So for grad school, I'm gonna be doing um, my doctorate in audiology, and then for research, I currently do research on speech naturalness on people with Parkinson's disease. Okay, so what made you want to get into that line of research? So when I first started out in my major, so it's a closed cohort system, so you're essentially with that same class from third year until graduation. Um, and I started out thinking that I really wanted to do speech language pathology, and I was like, oh my god, I love it. And then once I started actually taking the courses and taking audiology-based courses, I was like, all right, I think I like more audiology. But I never left my lab because I liked the research that she was doing. It mm. really wasn't centered around speech pathology per se. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that's interesting. Um, so you mentioned that you were going to grad school, and mm -hmm. I know that you were just visiting some yeah. schools. So do you think that um, being involved in undergraduate research here at USF helped you want to go to grad school or got you into more grad schools like can you talk about how research kind of has projected your future okay so when i started out research i initially started it because i'm part of the honors college and we're kind of required to do research but when i started it out i knew that i really really liked it so then when i started applying to grad schools and all of that, it kind of opened some doors for me because it's really rare to have an undergraduate in, in my field to, like, do research. And a lot of people were impressed in my resume that I presented, like, at a national conference, which is um, the, the actual national conference for the actual entire field. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people were impressed by that. So I feel like it did open some doors up for me in terms of separating me from other applicants into grad school mm -hmm. yeah i'm hoping for the same thing i'll go in my first like discipline national conference yes. in like three days it's <laughs> a lot of fun i highly recommend like just talking to people i met so many people in my field and they were honestly all super super nice and you know they want undergraduates to do research they mm -hmm. want people to get involved because like there's not that many yeah like how my conference is working i i heard from somebody I actually know at U the University of Florida that there's like an undergrad part and I'm like I didn't even know that 
because like I'm, I think I'm gonna be deep in with the PhD and grad students uh, on Tuesday, and it, I'm not prepared yet. <laughs> but my poster is printed. So speaking of uh, conferences, um, do you have like a favorite memory or like tips uh, and advice for people that are going to conferences, maybe for the first time or at a discipline conference for the first time? So my first time was in November 2018, and I had. The only other experience I had had with any conference whatsoever was here at USF with an undergraduate research symposium a couple months before, and I was really did not know what to do. So I basically looked up a list of posters or sessions that I wanted to go visit because then I would know exactly what I would go see or unless there was something else that caught my eye because there were different types of sessions you know there were like poster sessions Mm -hmm. technical sessions which are people actually talking and giving a presentation so it just depends on what you want to see and then also just make time to get to know people and talk to others Mm -hmm. because that's really going to help you in the future they're going to be like oh i remember you from (laughs) networking yeah 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 i i went to one conference with um dr cross a couple months a couple weeks ago about a month ago and our job was to network. Mm-hmm. That, that was it. And what I was doing was promoting this. So, like, yeah, networking is huge. Yeah. And I'm hoping um, at our USF conference um, this year to just network throughout the school more. Because already I think some people know me, but not everyone. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, your research, what do you, what's the long-term goal of it? Okay, so currently, short-term goal is to see if naive listeners with minimal training can actually tell the difference between someone who has Parkinson's disease and who hasn't. So we measure healthy controls versus people with PD because that way we can accurately show through data that they they know what they're doing. But then long-term goal, so... With software, um, specifically Pratt and SPSS, I don't know if you know what that is. No, please explain. (laughs) So it's a type of software data that you input it through Excel, and it automatically will give you um, a formula, a mathematical formula. And hopefully with that mathematical formula, we can tell if someone's characteristic of speech has gone down or has been less natural so then if we calculate that we can tell if someone has parkinson's disease without them having to wait so long for a diagnosis so through speech we can eventually tell if they have parkinson's disease or not so you're improving the uh, diagnosis yeah because uh, the, the faster the, the the faster the diagnosis you know they can get better access to therapy medications which will overall improve the quality of life because it's it's something that has no cure yet i mean i'm pretty sure there's a lot of researchers out there trying to figure out you know a a a cure for it because it's a type of dementia so it Mm. essentially affects the brain which in turn affects everything else yeah of course so that's that's really cool that you're trying to um, you're like the second person I've had on that's like trying to adapt current diagnosis or um, pers- or medication type I like mean, that speed. Yeah. 
that's like why I said that it's long term because you know short term we're still trying to access the best type of way to actually identify if a person has Parkinson's disease or not mm-hmm. like if if it's because my current research we're comparing a structured passage versus spontaneous speech so essentially the people the same people read a passage and then they talked for a continuous minute on whatever subject they wanted and my hypothesis is that they're essentially going to score lower on spontaneous speech because when something's structured you're already going with the mentality that like I have to do well. I have to read better. So with spontaneous speech, hopefully we can just kind of mm-hmm. analyze it and hopefully the data will show that. Mm-hmm. I have my last participant today, so <laughs> fingers crossed. <laughs> yeah, good luck. Good luck. Thank I know what you. it's like. I know what it's like. Yeah. So um, now we're at the point in the interview where I ask the fun random questions. Okay. So are you ready for Trisha? Yeah. Okay. Who would win in a fight between Spider-Man and Batman? Okay, so I've seen a couple superhero movies. Um, I know a little bit about what they both do, but I feel that combat-wise, maybe Spider-Man might have an advantage just because he has, like, the spider webs that he Mm. could trap people in it. Yeah. So, but I don't know if Batman... Because I know Batman, he's, like, strong... But he doesn't. I don't know. He can't fly, can he? I, 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 it's. I think if he jumps, like he uses he his cape and yeah. stuff, like. But I don't but, think he can fly. Yeah. So I think that Spider-Man has that advantage over. Over him that, that way. Yeah, that he can go above and fight from like the sky. I mm-hmm. guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be an interesting battle. I, I, I mean, I'm in full-on like superhero mode because Avengers comes out in a month. And, and like it's 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 gonna be over. The Avengers. I haven't, I I haven't seen Captain Marvel yet. So. Oh, it was good. It was, was good. It? It's okay. worth your time. Yeah, because I I don't know if movies anymore are worth my money. Because I don't know, movies lately are just like remakes of a lot of stuff. The, the, one th- one thing I will say about Captain Marvel was it is completely original. Okay. Yeah, like that. That was one. That's why I liked it because I okay. like the original story. <laughs> Like the movies, one of my all time, some of my all time favorite movies, nobody's ever seen, but they're like Which great plots. Which one is one of your favorite ones? Um, the Shawshank Redemption. I've heard of it, but I haven't. seen Yeah, it. it's a telenovela by um, Stephen King, I think originally, and it's 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 amazing. Highly, <laughs> highly recommend to everybody out there. See, I don't watch a lot of mainstream movies. Mm-hmm. So I mean, yeah. Like, I wish I had the time. <laughs> oh, yeah. I have no time. This is all from childhood and yeah. pre, you know, chemical engineering major. <laughs> all right, Patricia, I thank you for coming on. You're welcome. And um, I look forward to seeing you at the USF conference next week. Yes. Yes. All right. And uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. And I will see you all next time.